Hi, and thank you for joining me on Discovering Your Divine Design. I am Roberta Quimson, and we are going to take a journey into learning all about who God made you to be. Hello, friends, and thank you for joining me on this fourth episode of divine design. Today, what I'd like to talk about with you is creating habits or returning back to the habits that helped us stay strong in our faith, the things that were pleasing to God when we were doing them. Now, let me start by saying that I am visiting my sister and family in South Florida. And so this podcast is coming to you poolside where you may hear thunder and lightning because I believe it is about to start to rain. And that is something that happens in South Florida. If you're familiar with living down in the South or in the tropical areas during the rainy season and hurricane season, which is anywhere from July up through November, you can set a clock to approximately that one to two in the afternoon time where the clouds are going to get really dark and you hear the thunder and you see the lightning and everybody gets out of the pool and you know the storm is coming and then it's a short storm and it downpours and then a couple hours later we're back to sun and we're back in the pool and that is just the way it is this time of year in the tropics now For those of you that don't know, currently I live in California with my husband and my kids and I have for uh, almost 20 years, a little bit over 20 years. Um, But before that, for quite some time, my husband and I lived in Florida. We went to college here, we got married here, we started a life here. So I have lived both in Florida for a period of time and California. Now I've been in California, like I said, for a long time and I came back to visit my sister and family this week. And when I came back, I remember discussing with my sister about three, four days into this trip, I don't know if I could do this. I don't know if I could live in this heat and humidity anymore. I don't know if I could live in this, make sure you get all your shopping or your errands or what you're doing done you know, before too, because nobody wants to go out when it's raining buckets. I don't know if I could you know, do the nighttime, 7 8 o'clock, I'm going to go take the dog for a walk, which in California I do, and grab a sweatshirt, get that cool little air, my husband and I will walk and pray, and here when I said, oh, I'll go take the dog for a walk with you around 7 8 o'clock last night, I walked out, and even though it wasn't raining, it was still very hot and sauna-ish. I'm not knocking Florida. If any of my friends are from Florida or the South, I used to live here. I love it. I know it's not like that in the winter. I know it's not like that all year long. But now when I'm here, it is. Oh, you may hear that thunder. But here's what happened in my soul. God reminded me, oh, this is what you used to do all the time. This was your life. 
And then you went somewhere else and started a different life with new habits and new choices and new environments. And now when you come back to this, it seems so foreign. It seems like an old shoe, but it doesn't fit and it doesn't feel right. And isn't that what we do with our walk and our faith and our discipleship so often? And COVID and the world kind of shutting down through 2020 and 2021 really exposed to us like a Florida, California life. We are fully capable, at least the majority of us, I should say, are fully capable to actually walk into a live church service somewhere. I'm not saying every church is live, and I'm not saying everybody should be going to church live at the moment. But what I'm saying is the opportunity to go to a live service, if you choose to do so, is there. But if you're like me, it's kind of convenient to sit in your jammies with a cup of coffee and watch it on TV. And if you're like me, even though service may start at eight or nine, you can just roll into YouTube and watch it at two at the afternoon if that's how it works out for your day. And so we have gotten into a new environment. We have gotten into, this has become quite comfortable. I'm used to this. I don't know if I could go back to Bible study on Zoom did not work for a lot of people and they knew they didn't like it. But now that we have an opportunity to meet in person again, well, I sometimes don't have the effort or the energy to get in my car and go live in person to a group study. Things like service projects, whether you're putting together backpacks for the new school year or you're adopting a family over Christmas and delivering some of those gifts. We have gotten very comfortable over the last two years of doing everything from our chairs in front of a computer rather than live and in person. And now because we can, it doesn't mean we are. Now on the other side of that, COVID forced a lot of families and taught many of us who might have been very busy or overcommitted how to slow things down. I've had friends tell me, you know, because everything shut down with COVID, we turned Thursday nights into pizza and a movie. Because it wasn't run through a drive through because this one has to get over there for soccer and then I got to drive across town to get that one over there for basketball and then after I drop off for basketball I have about 10 minutes to do a quick errand and then I got to go back and get the one from soccer and then I go back in the one from basketball and then by the time I get home and actually walk in the door it's 8 30 and now we're first starting homework these are the moms that would say things to me like you know Thursday became pizza and movies 
because we don't have soccer and we don't have basketball and we're not running all over the place. And my family loves to play games. And my kids love to sit and have pizza and, and we watch a family movie. So even when things do open back up, I realized I'm not putting my kid in everything possible anymore. I liked the way it was. So on one end, these last two, two and a half years have showed us where you may have been overcommitted, where your life may have been kind of crazy, and you're driving everywhere and doing everything, and you've realized you liked the slow it down, stay home, and it exposed some really great things for you and your family. And now on the other side of that coin, some of us really missed fellowship and missed going to church and missed Bible study and missed serving and missed the live worship. But now that it's there, we've kind of gotten in the habit of not doing it. And that's part of what God spoke to me on this trip when my brain said, I used to live here. I used to be able to handle this heat and the rain didn't bother me and you just go about life and this is what it is. And then I went to California and I got totally used to a different life at a different speed with different weather. And now when I come back here and go, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I can go back. I don't know if I could do that again. Hebrews 10 in verse 25, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. What we see here, the Apostle Paul, I love how he says, which is a habit that some of you, right? He knows in our human nature, kind of like water, we are going to take the least resistant path from point A to point B. And Sometimes meeting together, whether it be now or whether it be then to the Hebrews that Paul was speaking to, it takes energy, right? You have to, you have to think to yourself, oh my gosh, okay, I got to get up and then I got to shower and then I got to get dressed and then, you know, I got to make sure I put my hair up. I got to find my Bible and my pens and my notes. Okay, let me get everything around my glasses and on my phone. Okay, now. What time does it start? Okay, so what time do I have to leave to make sure I get there in time? There's this whole process to show up for small group or show up for church. And that process costs us. It costs us time. It costs us energy. It costs us some of our selfishness if we would rather be hanging in our jammies and being lazy on a Sunday morning, there is a cost associated with meeting together, as the Apostle Paul says. And then he says, do not stop meeting together as some have already gotten in the habit of doing. It's a habit. Some of them were already doing. And why do you think he had to caution against it? Because Paul knew 
And it wasn't even in divine wisdom. Paul knew simply by being a human man who had a job and who lived long enough on this earth to know that once you get in a certain habit, it can be very hard to break. So you want to make sure the habits you have are the ones that are always good for you, that help you grow as a person, that help you grow closer to Christ, and that are beneficial to both you and others. And he knew if I don't warn my fellow Hebrews, that's what the book of Hebrews is in the Bible. It is the Apostle Paul writing to the Jews about Christ. He knew if I don't say to them, you got to keep meeting together. You got to keep sharing and discussing everything I'm teaching you. You got to keep getting together and share your meals and share life. Don't get in the habit of not meeting together like some have. Because he knew what that may ultimately lead to. And that is a decrease in faith. And by decrease in faith, I don't mean a decrease in the spreading of the gospel. I mean an actual decrease in these people's personal faith. Because how challenging is it to see God really, really working, to feel God's presence, to see those answered prayers, to worship and praise Him? How challenging are all of those things? when you're just doing them all by yourself, if you're doing them at all, compared to being amongst a group of like-minded individuals who are worshiping with you, who are praying with you, who are laughing with you, crying with you, celebrating with you, mourning with you. We were never designed to do this life alone. And so Paul encourages, keep doing that together. Don't get in the habit of not. Because he knows that will affect not only this, the spreading of the gospel, but even on an individual level, that will affect a person's individual relationship with the Lord. And that is why it is so important. And that is why I bring it up in today's episode to challenge you. What we'll call California or Florida things. What was there that then changed a little bit? And now it's time to go back. Are you going back to being super, super busy? Now that the world is open, I'm going to put my kid in everything possible again. Now that the world is open, I'm going to go to the gym and to Pilates and to yoga. And so three nights a week, I'm out doing something and taking care of yourself and exercise is great. But don't do it at the cost of, well, my friend wants me to join a small group, but I can't because on Thursdays I have yoga. Okay, well, what about Tuesday? Well, Tuesdays I have Pilates. Okay, are you available Monday? Monday is my workout day, right? We, we want to have time for our spiritual growth. But then on the other hand, 
you used to go to small group or you used to go to church or you used to serve in a ministry or you used to help with children's or youth group midweek. And now that's not replaced with anything. You're not doing something else instead. You've just gotten very accustomed to not doing anything. And that can be very dangerous. So my friends, my challenge to you is actually make a list. Make the, make the California list. Make the 2018-2019 list. Make the pre-COVID, make the what did it look like list. Then make the Florida list. And what did it look like for the last couple years? And then you're going to make a new list. And that is of these two lists, what am I going to do? And what am I not going to do? What am I going to go back and start doing again? And what am I not going to restart? What am I going to continue? And what am I going to change? And my prayer is that by doing that, you will lay out a plan to see exactly where and how you should be spending your time so that you can grow in your love of the Lord, your relationship with Him can grow, and that you can continue to step and grow and mature into your divine design. Praying for you this week. Have a wonderful day. Friends, thank you so much for joining me today. Remember to like and subscribe. And if you were blessed by today's podcast, feel free to share it with those you know.